It's time for recipe of the day. If you're getting into the Thanksgiving spirit and want some turkey, or if you're thinking ahead to your Thanksgiving dinner and you're going to have just a small group or one or two people, turkey tenderloins are a wonderful thing to try. I'm actually really, really loving these. I've probably made them, oh gosh, six or eight times in the last, oh, two months since I I spotted them in the grocery store. The ones that I saw were the Jenny O brand. They're in these sealed plastic bags, kind of like the way pork tenderloin is often sold, and they're called turkey tenderloins. I don't think that they are loin of any kind. Um, The research I've done has found that they are really turkey breast. They're more like chicken tenderloins, right? Taken off of the turkey breast. And when you open up that package that they come in, there are two inside, and they actually are very similar looking to chicken breasts. And you can cook them very similarly to how you would cook chicken breast. And I'll just say they are usually sold in that sealed package like I was saying, but sometimes this time of year as we're getting towards Thanksgiving, you will see them in like the normal butcher meat like on a styrofoam tray wrapped in plastic. I do see them there sometimes. The first thing that I wondered when I started working with them was whether they should be marinated or brined or anything like that. And at first I didn't really want to try anything in that direction because they are packaged in a solution. There's some kind of water salt thing going on in there and I didn't want to over do it. But after cooking them a couple of times, I then did try my super flavorful turkey brine on them and they were outstanding. I did them two ways. I will of course link to this brine for you. The first time I did it with the same exact recipe as in that turkey brine recipe. So it's raw onion, raw garlic, water, salt, and then a whole bunch of fresh herbs in the food processor, blend it up until it's just like a mush. And then you add a little bit more water and you put in your turkey tenderloins. That turned out great. Just one hour, no more than that. They'll get too salty. You might even want to go a little bit lower if yours are on the thinner side at like 45 minutes. Then the second time that I did it, I was actually putting them in a simple like ramen soup kind of thing. And so I switched up the marinade and still did the onion and the garlic. And there was cilantro, Thai basil, oh, some ginger I put in there and sesame seeds, soy sauce and sesame oil. And I pulverized that in the blender and put the turkey tenderloins in there. They were delicious. Like, so good in the ramen, but I just wanted to eat the sliced turkey meat after it was cooked on its own. It was really, really good. So I would say if you want to do something to them, don't worry about the fact that they were packed in a solution. You can do that kind of brine. I wouldn't bother marinating them because as you know, I don't think marinades do very much and the brine is going to be way better. And you also don't have to do anything. You can just cook them by seasoning them and going straight into it, which is essentially what this recipe does. I'm just letting you know whether it makes sense to brine or marinate them or not. Um, So just seasoning them and then cooking them works great. I found that my favorite way of cooking them was to pan sear them and then cook them low and slow in the oven. I tried just baking them without searing them first and I didn't like that as much. They never did brown and there was just less flavor. So the pan searing was definitely better. I also tried just pan searing them. So just doing them in the pan the whole time and not transferring to the oven and they got a little bit dry. So I do think this is the best way to do it. Okay, so you're going to preheat your oven to 300 degrees Fahrenheit, and then you're taking those 10 
tenderloins out of the packaging and patting them dry. You'll have, like I said, two tenderloins in that package. Each one's about three quarters of a pound, so they're quite large. Those two tenderloins can easily feed four people. Then get out a bowl and combine some seasonings. I did a half teaspoon of salt, a half teaspoon of smoked paprika, a half teaspoon of dried oregano, and a quarter teaspoon of black pepper. Mix that up and then sprinkle it over both sides of the tenderloins, and then we'll pan sear them. So get out a large skillet set over medium heat. I used a cast iron. I wouldn't necessarily recommend like a non-stick here because you do want to get a nice sear on them. And note that it has to be an oven safe skillet because we're transferring them from the stove to the oven. So get your skillet over medium high heat, swirl about a tablespoon of cooking oil in there, olive oil, grapeseed oil, avocado oil, whatever you like. And then when it's shimmering and hot, add in those seasoned turkey tenderloins and cook them until they are well browned underneath. So it's going to be a good three to five minutes, maybe even a little bit more. Now, I'm just going to say that, um, I should have said this sooner, I like to use that probe thermometer here. Whenever I'm worried about overcooking something, like if I cook it too long, it's going to get dry, then I like to be able to monitor the temperature as it's going. So like, when would I not worry about using this kind of thermometer? Like when I'm doing roast pork shoulder or something, that if it's between 165, 170, 180, it's not going to matter. So I pull it out, just stick in my instant rate thermometer, check on it, and it's going to be fine. You can use the probe thermometer, and I often do, but it's not as necessary. Whereas when you're worried about something drying out like turkey breast, which you know is really, really dry and like not great when it is overcooked, then you want to make sure that you know the temperature and you can take it out right when you want to. So before even pan searing it, what you would want to do is put your probe thermometer right into the middle of the thickest part of one of those tenderloins. So you stick the probe into the turkey tenderloin and then that's attached to some kind of wire that has a digital thermometer reader so you can see what the temperature is. And then go ahead and pan sear them, like I said, three to five minutes on medium high heat until they're brown underneath. Then flip them over and transfer them immediately to your 300 degree Fahrenheit oven. So that's nice and low and they're going to finish cooking in there. You want to get them to 160 degrees Fahrenheit. It's going to take, well, 15 to 20 minutes. Sometimes the thicknesses are a little bit different. I had some that were thicker than others. It could go as long as 25 minutes. And then once it's at 160, you take it out and transfer those turkey tenderloins immediately to a plate or cutting board so that they stop cooking. You don't want them in that hot pan anymore. And you let them rest for 10 minutes. Don't cover them or anything. Just let them rest. The temperature should rise to 165 degrees Fahrenheit. That's the safe temperature for turkey breast. And then, you know, they're done. And then I like to slice them and serve them like that. And that is how you cook turkey tenderloins. If you see them at the grocery store, you see them in the butcher shop, the butcher section of the grocery store, grab them and give them a try. I think you're going to really like them. I will put the link to this recipe in the show notes for this podcast episode, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there, or join our Facebook group. Go to cookthestory.com slash group, and it whisks you over there, and you can hit join, and then you can see the link to the recipe every single day, and a picture of the recipe, and comments people are making, what other people are making. It's a great group. I look forward to seeing you there. I'm Christine Pittman from cookthestory.com, thecookful.com, the all-new chicken cookbook, and from this podcast, Recipe of the Day. I hope you have a great day. Let's get cooking. Mm-hmm.